On August 9th of 2019, the Three Hours Later team was tasked with watching the documentary Bob Lazar, Area 51 and Flying Saucers. They were told it was supposed to be fantastic. The following review is all that was recovered. Oh boy, time to get mad. <laughs> okay, let's fucking do this shit show. So Matt, I don't have a challenge because Whoa. we didn't do the poll yet. So it's going to be the first fan. Dance off on the poll? Yes. <laughs> do, do we have a we have a poll? Get your mind out of the gutter. It's a family Good. show. That's not. Yeah, and it's not. Family that's all over eighteen. If and when you find out, just record yourself saying it, and then give me the recording, and I'll just throw it in. My next challenge is the Atlanta Falcons. (laughs) Three hours later. Three hours later. Three hours later. Three hours later. All right. So this week it was my challenge, and. in uh, in honor of the storming of Area 51 where all the nerds get murdered, I wanted to just try something different. It was something I haven't watched yet, so I'll get you guys, both of you. I'm sorry. I hadn't seen it. I hadn't vetted this. We trusted you. You know, I trusted me too. And, I mean, and you're I'll, never going to get this like cho- like choice back. Like you wasted. I, no, I absolutely did. And here's the really bad part. The reason I thought it would be okay, I knew who Bob Lazar was. I knew the story. It sounded good. I knew it would lead to some good conversations about like aliens or conspiracy theories or something. I mean, I'm not going to say we're not going to have a good conversation. And and in the biggest slap in the face of all, Netflix gave this a 92% score for me. Every, so everything for me, though, on Netflix is a 92% for some reason. Apparently, I'm a trash bag of a person because it was like 92% chance you like this, <laughs> you man. You like shit, right? Here you go. Yeah. Apparently, I watched one bad thing one time and it was like, so people won't watch this. Um, so my challenge was we were going to watch a movie called Lazar, Area 51 and Flying Saucers. It was a documentary that came out last year. It was about Bob Lazar, the uh, generally known as like the main whistleblower of the existence of Area 51 at Groom Lake in Nevada. Um, and we're, you know, using whistleblower pretty loosely because... We don't in, know. <laughs> yeah. In reality, nothing he's said has been proven. But if we're going to be a good conspiracy theorist, nothing he said has been disproven either. Ah. What if I say there was specifically nine saucers? I'm telling the truth, right? Because you can't prove that there wasn't nine. Alex and I were talking about before you got over here how that was the argument through the entire thing is like, I knew the number. But people couldn't do that. Why would I lie? And I was like, I don't know, fame. But I'm not getting paid. We'll get into it. Yeah. So, yes, um, I was super excited. So, this is my official apology to you guys, to anybody who decided to watch this. I felt bad for making Alex watch Mandy. But then no. you make me watch this. Because here's the difference. Mandy was art. It was art. This was a This was fart. Little bit gas. So here's my my personal quick review of it gas. as I hadn't seen it. I like I like parts of Mandy though. I like Yeah, that's represented. what I mean. But this good. is like you This is hot garbage. It's very hot it's, garbage. It was so hard to watch. I think it took me 
This is garbage water. It's an hour. The worst part of garbage. It's a yeah, one hour and 36 minute long documentary. <laughs> Documentaries are my jam. Like that is my number one thing I usually watch. I think it took me three days to watch an hour and 36 minutes of this. And then I thought, hey, maybe I was in a bad mood. I've had a lot of stuff going on. Let me no. try it again. So today. You were because you were watching it. Yeah. So today I sat down and I was like, you know what? I have nothing to do for a couple hours before you guys get over here. Do a refresher. I'm going to watch this again. What? It is. You hurt yourself twice? Well, I do. I, look, man, I got a problem. <laughs> it, it was, it was so. It's just. Today. It's not even the subject matter. I find the, the, the reason I'm so mad okay. at this is I think the subject matter is legitimately so interesting. It is one of the sure. worst made documentaries I've seen in so long. <laughs> Hands down. Okay. So, yeah, when you told us last time, I did not. I, I, I love paranormal stuff. Like, I know. That's par- why I was hoping. Me too. I Paranorm- love it so much. Paranormal is my jam. But UFO stuff and aliens aren't my wheelhouse. Like, I'm more like demons, ghosts. Uh, Bigfoot is an interdimensional demon. Stuff like that. But so I don't. Into the cryptozoology. Yeah, I love my cryptids. Oh, I forgot to bring it. I was going to bring my uh, my, my uh, Fresno Nightcrawler uh, toy. Oh, yeah. We've got to talk about that, too. There's um, a toy? That's what I sent the picture of. Oh. When you asked if I was familiar, I sent you a picture of a toy. That's a, It's an actual Fresno Nightcrawler. Um, actually, Mike, you're going to want to start collecting these now. They're called Cryptkins. And they're they're blind bags, and each one is a cryptid. Continue. They probably oh, is that it? That's okay. it. But so, yeah, one of them is the Fresno Nightcrawler. Nice. We're on the map. <laughs> we did. It. Actually, it does come with a little trading card, and it has this on the map. Um. Anyway, where, where where was I? I was thinking happy thoughts. What was uh, wrong with me? You were going to tell us about how had you known who made this movie, yes. You so vetoed. I I I I don't know uh, Bob Lazar. The story. I didn't know the story really. Um. Before this, I knew. I've heard his name. I know a documentary came out. A lot of people that I watch, like podcasts and stuff, had been talking about it. And so I was like, okay, cool. Like maybe this will kind of bring me into aliens. And then I saw who made it. And <laughs> this, um, it's by, uh, uh, I already forgot his name, Jeremy Corbell, which I was actually surprised on this that he only used his first and last name and not his two middle names also. Cause I watched him on a podcast and he insisted that he be called Jeremy Kenyon Locker Corbell. Every time you talk to him. And so he made another movie called Pages 17, which I, again, sounded really cool. The subject matter of the story, um, another UFO stuff about abductees and they'd come back and they would have like weird pieces of metal implanted in the arms and you would actually see video of it getting removed and it's legit there. Something's wrong with these metals. They're not of this earth, blah, blah, blah. Sounds really cool. One of the worst documentaries I've ever seen. He just, he cannot direct. This is just poor. And this one was worse somehow. I I knew I was not going to enjoy this. Cause, so if, let's uh, flash back to our first episode. We talked about um, Cobra Kai. I notice weird shit in the backgrounds of things. Like it's just, I'm I'm the one that always notices production errors or just like when something is randomly off and then I can't let it go. Literally the first scene of this movie is the most obnoxious ringtone I've I was ever heard say, on like, someone's phone. It was just what the What pompous worst. asshole has a Gandhi quote Jesus, for ringtone? Just, I don't know if you thought that was going to make him endearing or what. That's right, don't you? <laughs> but um, I'm gonna I'm gonna play it. We're not gonna hear it, but I want you guys to to notice. This is where my mind goes immediately. And the thing was, though, I thought maybe it was just the 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 ringtone for Bob when Bob Lazar is calling. No, no, that's it's his ringtone, ringtone. for everything. So the very first scene of the movie after you get this in just obnoxious voiceover. <laughs> Mickey Rourke, by the way. Oh, my God. I know. God, just. Hey, so what if I just talk like this for a while? But so, then also I say shit 
and fuck. And that's when Bob Lazar found the flying saucer. Shit. All right. So right here, fuck. he's uh, getting his phone call from Bob Lazar. He's got his nice picture for it. Cool, cool, cool. Right here is where I lost. I was like, well, I'm out. He is making a point of displaying the messages on his phone currently. The messages have a date. The date is 825. <laughs> what is the date on his phone? July 19th. <laughs> that is the dumbest kind of crap to do. I already get pissed at documentaries where they stage stuff like this. And to not have the wait, wherewithal to wait, change the, the date. But how did Bob send him the messages from the future? You can't disprove it. Apparently I can't. So I guess, fuck me, I guess. So, FBI raid now. Like that means he literally had a production assistant sitting off to the side. And he was like, okay, we're going to put your number in as Bob Lazar. Are you serious? No, he's probably texting himself from his iPad. For realsies. But um, I hate when people text with one word, by the way. Like, raid right now. F B I. All one, all it's one text. Literally, just a back of a person with a T-shirt that says FBI on it. I also don't believe the raid even happened. I, I, I don't either. That's yeah. the craziest thing about this documentary is I went into this really wanting to like. I talked about this in the episode we just recorded. How I don't really believe in anything, and I don't mean that like in a sad <laughs> way or like in a rough way. I just mean like, I, I, I'm, I just admit Do like you I don't in magic. Know. Not really, but here's the thing. Oh, young girls, huh? I believe in Magic the Gathering. No, um, it's a pretty good game. I I don't believe in anything, but I also don't believe I know anything. So I'm like open minded. I just I just don't. All take I know it. is that I know nothing. Ki- yeah, kinda. And so what I sit here and do is I watch and I just like hope that I always hope to see something that's going to finally turn my turn my opinion to something. And I watch this special. This ain't it, Chief. No, no. Not only is it not it, I think I absolutely now do not believe aliens exist. <laughs> I barely believe Bob Lazar exists now after watching this. That's another thing. I honestly don't think Bob Lazar I, I exists. I don't think he does. Like, I'm not kidding. I, I think I, after watching this, I expected to go, because I am, I am, I will go down a rabbit hole, man. Like, if you give me something and it's interesting at all. Why is he texting in the bathroom? I, yeah. <laughs> it's like shit. It's like, it's on, like I, can't the, I can't let the government track me. So let me see how my signal is in they here. Make sure they didn't uh, track me. And my battery's gonna die. I better, I better take this call. <laughs> I gotta make sure the world knows that George Knapp is my best friend and my father. And also, all of the pictures that he has for his phone when people call are like all the most professional. I've never seen a human being do that. I have literally for my best friend a picture of him with his face full of nachos and like half blinking. Yeah, most of mine are pictures I took of people and they didn't know I was taking a picture yeah. of them. And then I'm like, yeah, you look like an idiot here, you idiot. All right, so let's. Um, oh, but yeah, let's, please, just, please just, tell me just, why I should hate this, this more. Is the first, no, first, four first, minutes, first, by first, the way. Yeah, this is. God. We're not even in. in let's try to skim through the Bob Lazar story, and then we'll focus more on like why this is the worst version of his story. I'm ready with this story on Wikipedia if you need me. Okay, so um, the story of Bob Lazar for those that aren't familiar, like I previously was, and kind of wish I stayed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Bob Lazar is a uh, supposed former. S4, an Area 51 employee who was, uh, his primary job was reverse engineering flying saucers, UFOs. He says that he was randomly picked up by the government, chosen by the government, simply because he strapped a rocket to the back of a Honda. Like, this guy can make a car go fast. Let's have him work on spaceship. I made a rocket out of uh, water bottles and some mustard containers when I was in high school, and I burned the back seat of my art teacher's Mustang with it. 
Which You're if so you heard close. that, sorry about that, never admit it was me, but now you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> so could this happen? Oh, it was, they had a 1964 Mustang and went through the roof of his car and burned the back seat down. You monster. <laughs> yeah. Oh but, but my physics teacher knew I did it and covered for me. So thank you to him. I won't say his name so he doesn't get sued. <laughs> this is a bigger cover-up than the movie. This is, it is. Yeah, this is, is an this actual is, conspiracy. Hey, wow. hey, guys, is this a better story than anything in here? Yes. And I I used rockets, too. But you it's, didn't get picked up by... Uh, no, because unlike an idiot, yeah. I was able to cover up my steps. Ooh. That's how you do a conspiracy, son. So he's working for the government at Area 51, specifically S4. He makes sure you know that he wasn't at the main location he was at a smaller detail which he likes to do he likes to give small details so it's believable and so he specifically says that he worked at s4 which is like a like it was like a sub building of area 51 points to like it. it's like this outhouse over here yeah is where I worked it, but it's still like on like area 51 property or whatever yeah, right yeah um for what i didn't even know the reasons why he left did they go in over it i honestly don't remember but also here let me read a couple of fun details okay. from bob lazar uh, just so you know, the level of level of crackpot we're dealing with on this, and maybe he's telling the truth, maybe he's not. Crack, I just refuse no to believe him now. Uh, under education and qualifications, Lazar took electronics courses in the late 70s at Pierce Junior College in Los Angeles. I want you to note the phrasing I just used there. Lazar took electronics courses for good. Next uh, qualification. Lazar claims... <laughs> he earned a master's degree in physics from MIT and a master's degree in electronic technology from uh, Caltech. However, there are no records of Lazar attending either of those schools. Because the government did it, though, right? I, yeah, I spoke sure. up, so the government erased my records but instead of like, just suing me just, or, or something. Just, or, hey, kill him. Yeah, right. Still time. Hey, guess what? There's still time. Like, kill, we know Area 51 exists up. now. Like, it's officially released. But still, like, you know. You know what's the best thing the government could have done, though? And they're kill doing him? it? No. <laughs> Let him talk, because you're not believing Let anybody else. Someone else says, <laughs> right? I'm, I'm well, also another employee. Well, no, I don't believe Bob. I'm not gonna believe you. So that actually, that actually takes me to the conspiracy theories. I do believe. Okay, that's where I get weird. Mm-hmm. I think the government does love people like him because obviously, Area 51 is a real place. Obviously, it's very top secret. Obviously, things happen there. Aliens. Who knows? But something goes on there. The government is doing secret projects there. So what better way to make you not look at what they're actually doing than to let this crackpot right. be alive, put a focus and on what, him? What do they care? Like, because he's obviously. Oh, yeah. What, what's he going to reveal that they use rockets at one point? Yeah. Like, yeah, let this let this idiot be out there talking about it and go on Joe Rogan and get famous again 30 years after he was famous for three seconds. Oh, but I knew about element 115. It doesn't have the same isotopes as the one that we actually have now. Like it's, he was off on his predictions of this element. Just everything about it. When uh, the when he showed the picture of the biometric scanners, like those are the. I can't believe you got pictures of biometric. Hey guys, I worked at THQ for a hot minute. I was testing games. Really crappy job. Guess how you got in there? Biometric scanners. Guess they look like metal with hands on. Put your hand in there. Damn thing. Open a door. I didn't want to jump into that yet, but want to know a funnier fact? Yes. So Bob Lazar claimed that he worked at S four Area fifty one in the late eighties. A biometric scanner that appears exactly like the one that he claimed in the photo that they showed him in this movie was in Close Encounters of the Third Kind, 1977. Weird. This guy, he, ah. when that when that photo is shown, it's like shared like that is the, that's the... Oh, I never thought I'd see this that's again. That's the moment. Like, you almost thought he was going to roll a tear like, 
I just never thought there'd no, be proof that this I can existed. tell, like, he was looking for, what do I say now? And that's when he was like, oh, man, I never thought I would see this again. Yeah, I never thought somebody I, would call me on my bullshit. Whoops. But I almost... It's to the point where I think Bob Lazar believes Bob Lazar. Oh, look, I don't think he's... He's not being malicious. I don't malicious. think he's lying. I, I think he's crazy. I think that what he's saying, he's telling the truth. I believe he believes what he's saying. Let's pause right here at this scene right here. This is another thing that pulled me out. Like, cool. He did the coast to coast. Like, Echo, you're listening to coast to coast. Talking into his pool room, like swimming pool room with the worst Echo. And they, they, they keep going with the interview yeah. with the worst audio in a hey, documentary ever. Your audio is better. That's thank you. So that's one of the crazy things is like it means this, nothing. <laughs> when it's muted, this documentary looks interesting. Yeah, it looks like he's actually it, giving me stuff. It looks good. It has a decent like flow to it. And there's then, some shots that are nice shots too. Yeah, and then words happen and everything is bad. Like I'm just I'm so sorry, you guys. So when they're I wasted speaking so is much when it's bad. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime a mouth is moving. And sounds come out. And touch my ears. Especially when they touch my ears. That's the worst part. That's too far. Bad touch. It was not a good touch. <laughs> it was not at all. Um, it was not consensual. It's Bob Lazar, Area 51. Leaves Area 51 for some reason. I I honestly don't know why he stopped working there. But then says he, he like feared for his life. All this stuff. So the best way that he can prevent himself from getting killed is by telling people like oh yeah i worked here so if you know what happened to me this is why and then breaks it to the media it becomes a big thing in the 80s 90s it's probably the 90s by the time he revealed it right it was 89 i believe and it so was we 89 go, and so we go from there but like his the stories are slightly crazy yet slightly believable and he powders in like i was saying these small details that make you kind of trust what he's saying i guess and but it's stuff that you can't disprove but because he gave me a specific i want to believe it but it's also like yeah i saw bigfoot he had eight toes can't prove that i guess he came with the footprints or something but but then but that's the problem is like the entire argument for this for this documentary is no one can tell us we're wrong no or i'm sorry let me rephrase that no one's brave enough to brave enough to tell (laughs) us we're wrong and it's it's just such a shitty argument to put in this. Like, it's just bad. It is- what? No, the, the argument is like, no, seriously. Come on. <laughs> like, that was the whole documentary. Well, for me, like, he literally broke down, like, towards the middle to, like, a, well, prove me wrong tactic. Where it's like, I'm making this claim, but you prove me wrong. Not me have to provide proof to uh, back up my claim. And it's literally like, on the sim, stop it. I'm sorry. Once it pops out, it's just going to be like that for a couple days. It's literally like on um, on The Simpsons where Lisa has that rock and she tells yeah. Homer, this rock keeps tigers away. Well, how does it work? Well, you don't see any tigers around, do you? Well, Lisa, I want to buy that rock. But it's like, you can't prove that that rock doesn't keep tigers away, but it doesn't. Like, there's... Yeah, there's a small grain of truth. That truth is there's no tigers. Well, right, it, that's it, the it's, truth. It's and, specious and, reasoning. Yeah, yeah. it's... it's uh, but there's no facts. To, he doesn't. The only thing. Well, I don't know how far you want to get into is the drawing. Let's get into all of it. <laughs> Just tear this motherfucker down. I hate this movie I so much. Talk to you about his drawing, because that's the only time you see any grain of 
not proof, but like more than just like, come on, I'm telling the truth. Come on, believe him, believe yeah. me, believe him, believe me. But all he proves is that the government does experiments on things for science. Right. Which if you don't already know and believe that, you're not not into conspiracies. You're an idiot. Like that's what scientists do. They do experiments. Well, even just the rate of technology. I mean, how long have we had like Blu-ray players before oh, it was I'm, sold out? I'm actually going to – I want to end this on a happy note. So I'm going to give some like – Cool, oh, cool uh, Area 51 facts at the end. So I'm going to no, get into like think, the jump in technology because there's some crazy stuff. I but. think this is going to be our shortest discussion as far as the the challenge. And I think we're going to dive into other things. Yeah. But related to it. Definitely. So like Skunk Works exists. Like Skunk Works is where technology is developed and leaps and bounds are made without it being released to the public. So mm-hmm. like the internet totally existed like in the 60s. Right. right if not right. earlier. But it wasn't available for the public until like 80s 90s um like the pentagon was totally like hooked up like there there was a computer network there um cell phones uh microwaves the the, the what was the b2 stealth bomber i yeah. mean that's probably like the biggest example right there well that's that's the that's the thing that the non non-conspiracy theorists will say like oh when you see an unidentified flying object that's literally what it is it's an unidentified object yeah they, it the doesn't mean not alien tell us anything. made Right. Um, you see things and they you see them for a hot minute because they're experimenting there. Right. And um, not not to because I, I wouldn't go out and say like absolutely not. There's no such thing as like alien craft stuff like that. But more than likely in this reality, in this era of man, probably not. Well, and, and my thing like when I'm going to my I don't believe anything. I have I just need to have proof either direction. Like, I'm rational. If you said, is there life in the universe? I'm going to say, yeah, probably. Like, There's just, water bears on the moon now. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the thing. It's like, yeah, it makes sense there would be. Is it life as we'd understand it? Uh, I don't know. Did is you it, hear about that? It? We accidentally dropped a bunch of water bears on yeah. the moon. And now they're super bears. They're moon bears. Oh, gummy bears. But uh, just, just to throw out some other really great qualifications of Bob Lazar, like things. I Weird. He didn't talk about these in this movie, which I find interesting. In 1990, um, so only a year after all this came out, mm-hmm. um, he was arrested for aiding and abetting a prostitution they had, ring. They did. Oh, they did yeah, bring it up a little this, bit. This one yeah. was in there. Um, it was reduced to felony pandering. He pled guilty, and he was ordered to do 150 hours of community service, stay away from brothels, and undergo <laughs> psychotherapy. My favorite part of that is stay away from brothels. Keep your hands to yourself legally. Yeah. Hey, buddy. Stay um, away from the brothels. In, in this documentary, they bring that up. So George Knapp, I somewhat respect. I respect what, him less now. I do too, which is the thing. Like before this, like he was like one of the the head honchos of like just paranormal in general. Like he's one of the co-hosts, of, one of the ho- the main hosts of Coast to Coast. He does like Sunday Monday, um, probably the second best host that they ever had. Eric Bell, yeah, well, I uh, Art Bell, Alex <laughs> Jones. <laughs> And we said Dan Bell. I was like, R.I.P. Alex Jones, that good, old, that good host of Coast to Coast. <laughs> um, but it, it, it seems like a, so George Knapp backs uh, Bob Lazar this entire time. And it almost feels like he's just really trying to push for us to believe it now because his reputation now lies so in this. Into it. Yes. Like if he's wrong, then, 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 then George Knapp is wrong. And George, like, one of my favorite topics, and I might get into it later, is, is the Skinwalker Ranch. 
and George Knapp wrote the book on the hunt for the skinwalker. And it is one of the coolest paranormal investigative books, stories, anything you could read because it has it all. There's ghosts, there's aliens, there's time travel, there's sentient electric fog, there's a massive wolf. It, it all like actually happened and he wrote the book on it. But now that he's tied in with this Bob Lazar stuff, like, yeah, he's, he's tarnished for me and it's because he's trying to back him so hard. But what pisses me off the most about in this documentary is Jeremy Corbell loves to rub it in everyone's face. Like, I'm his predecessor. He was my mentor. George Knapp is my mentor. I wear scarves in the summer, probably. He's only a year older than me, and he looks like he's 64 years old. So what happens when you're an asshole that can't make a documentary? Apparently. God, just don't Change worse. your ringtone to Gandhi if you want to age. <laughs> and it's really crappy. If you look at, like, um, Jeremy Corbell's... Uh, bona fides on wikipedia it doesn't he doesn't sound like a bad dude like he doesn't he's he sounds like he's been on the right side of a lot of things he's done a lot of good work for people and even in this like it's so earnest that i wanted i really wanted to be like man you're just a super fan who this that's what this reminds me of this is like a fan of superman made a documentary jimmy this you know what this is this reminds me of the bill finger documentary <laughs> Where it was like a hardcore fan of Batman who really wanted Bill Finger. And it's not well made, mm-hmm. but it's got heart and it's so earnest. You know and what, the difference is this has no heart and it's trash. You know what makes a good documentary? A good subject? When the documentarian is not in the movie. Oh, over and over? Yes. This guy, is, the, is he going to become the Michael Moore of Paranormal Activity? I hope not. I hope not. Yeah, it's just, it was so disappointing considering how long we have to wait to get our picks too. I'm like, oh, I'm glad I burned one. Yeah. Glad I burned. I, I, we, you know, we could have watched and said we could have watched. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Could have just watched your ceiling. For three we could have. It would have been, I think I did while I was watching this. <laughs> when Alex came in earlier, it, this was on and I, I, we just bashed on it. And I don't think either of us looked at it for more than 10 seconds. I did realize that, uh, Bob Lazar looks like Doug's principal. Oh, I, I thought he looked like, uh, what I imagine Stephen King would look like if he didn't spend the 70s and 80s on cocaine. Yeah, he does have smaller nostrils. I made a, <laughs> I made a car with a rocket. I'm crazy. Look at me go. So the government wanted me because I make car go boom. And they didn't have nobody who knew how to make rockets. And now I'm making rockets and I went to MIT. So one of my uh, favorite, uh, favorite um, arguments he was using, I guess, was that, oh, Area 51 was just so uh, compartmentalized. That, oh, you know, I don't really know much other than what I was allowed to work on. But then he specifically says that there's no way the propulsion system and power system were man-made. But he also says it was compartmentalized. So how do you know it wasn't? Like, you you couldn't know because you wouldn't, you weren't allowed to know. Yeah, that was the whole thing. It's like, is it unable to be made for humans or are you reverse engineering it? Right. Which is it? Pick one. You literally said that within five seconds of this movie. Which is it? Can we not yeah. do it? Can we do it? You're not good at your job. That's why you got fired. Didn't have it at the beginning. That's the other thing that bugged me though. Like, don't don't need to specifically get into our story about NDAs. But when did you have to sign sign an NDA? Do you think maybe the gut for working for a secret government base? Well, when I saw a movie coming out later this year, I had to sign an NDA that scared the shit out of me. So for a movie, yeah, for a You're very not reverse engineering for a very good but very expected movie that they want people to talk about. I had to sign an NDA. I had to give them my social media info. There's a picture of me holding my ID next, next to my newspaper. face that they took up. The, <laughs> as they walked the line, they literally said, hold your ID up next to your face and got in my face and took a picture of me. 
to watch a movie that comes out in November. But this guy. Named. That scared me. (laughs) (laughs) But this guy could just willy-nilly just walk out there and talk about Area 51. No repercussions whatsoever. Again, though, goes to my theory the government likes crackpots like this to be out there that's because what I mean. now we're not looking at the other hand. But I mean, that's what I mean. I, I'm saying it in the sense that he never worked for the government. Sure, the government's fine with his crackpot yeah. saying that he did because he never did. And, and, mm-hmm. and hey, let's let's give him the benefit of that. Let's say he did. Even if he's talking about stuff, they're like, oh, he's not talking about anything we need to worry about because they would murder him if he was. So you're saying he's actually dead. And this is the clone reptilian. Oh, that shit, they how much in. cooler would it be if it was a ghost? The czar is short for lizard people are here. I thought it was for laser. La- Bob laser. Laser lizard. It's because he ducked the laser when they tried My- to assassinate him with the lizard laser. I love too in this when they were like, he says he worked for, he worked at Groom Lake, but they said there's no record of him ever working out there. But what's this? A phone book with his name. Was cool. that what it was? It was just a phone book. It was book. a phone book. It was, yeah. a, it was a directory. It was a directory with his name in it. That's the other thing, though, is like, what cool. if there whenever really was like this Bob Lazar, just he's a crazy person that got his hands on that phone, that and directory. found a name, was all like, he tried I'm to call Bob him, they were like, oh, he died. I am alive. I am him now. Just That's scarier, to be honest. <laughs> so there's this point, um, they're interviewing someone, and he's he has this calendar in the background, so horses, whatever, but there's like a NASA mug, and it's it's kind of like not, it's just there, which is fine. But then the very next shot is Bob Lazar again. He's at a desk. And I'm not sure if it's the same NASA mug, but there's another NASA mug, and he's using it as a pin holder. And that's just weird to me. It's like, how many mugs? Do we do got him. Right? Exposed. I just, it just, it's just weird. How many NASA mugs do you have? Well, I did. See, I when did, I was I, working for Area 51, they're just lying around, so I grabbed a whole bunch when I was leaving. <laughs> yeah. Ha! <laughs> I told Alex I do like the design of uh <clears throat> of the uh of Corbell's house. I think it's just a nice looking house. It's fine. I'm, he has a really I'm, good aesthetic that I'm into. I'm actually positive that's actually George Knapp's house, though. <laughs> oh, even better. Then in that case, George Knapp has a really but cool yeah. Look Jeremy's to like, I, I, can I live here for that? The would movie? make more sense too because it is a very '70s look. So yeah. it's either hipster retro '70s, which I don't feel like he would do. Or it's the George Knapp is an old man in 1970 bought a house. I was like, this is all I'll ever need. <laughs> Coast to coast. I've got ducks on my wood paneling. Um, either of you ever like listen to Ghost Coast? Yes. When I was a kid, that I'd, I'd listen to it every every uh, weekend when Loveline wasn't on. That yeah. would be my late night thing to listen to. Loveline. Um, God, that would The original too. podcast. Yeah, radio. Loveline was so good. It taught me it a was. lot. Um, it was. Kinda... It made me love Adam Carolla until I kept listening to Adam Carolla. I like Loveline and Adam Carolla more than Adam Carolla. Yeah. Um, I like Psycho Mike as well. Psycho Mike was good. Like People give him shit. For not being Adam Carolla, but he right. was definitely better than Striker. Oh God, yes, he's Striker. Anyway, um, did you ever listen to the um, Coast to Coast with uh, the Gordon Freeman? No. Caller? Did <laughs> he just give the story of like working <laughs> at Black Mesa? <laughs> oh, and they were eating it up. They're like what? And he's like, there were head crabs and uh... no. He's like, we're working on um, this portal technology and like he had like a shaking voice the entire yeah. time, and they're like eating it up. And there's this man. He's I can always see him in like another room, but I can never get to him. He's talking about the G Man. <laughs> it is one of the best calls I, ever. I know oh. it's got to be online, so I'm gonna look that it's up. It's on right YouTube. Now. Yeah. Every time I type Coast to Coast, I just get Space Ghost, and I, then I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna watch Space Ghost, guys. You guys just have fun over there. Man, what if Space Ghost was the new host of Coast to Coast? 
you know, while how, eating toast. How have they not made that on like Adult Swim, like a really good, very like very serious but clearly wrong, yeah, uh, documentary series about cryptozoology and conspiracy theories. Let um, let too many cooks guy do it. God, be so good. Let's do this. I'm mad at Joe Rogan now yes! for getting this guy back in the public okay. consciousness. But well. The documentary was in, already in the works before. It, it was, but I feel like it wouldn't have... Because this was a documentary that I literally would have never seen. But because they... Because that Joe Rogan interview kind of popped it back up a little bit. I mean, documentaries, you can put those out so inexpensively, especially yeah. nowadays in the Netflix age. We should do a documentary. We could. About the Pukui. Let's just get on Joe Rogan. One of you guys get be- kind of right wing, but not like <laughs> so much so that she can't be advertised... Um, but make sure that we record the first 15 minutes of Alex looking at his phone while like uh, a rosary is, is ringtone. Or something. It'll, it'll be something where he's like watching a Dodger game, but the date on the phone will say like December <laughs> and we're like, but the Dodgers don't play in December. They're the boys of summer. The boys of summer. Can I please be on speakerphone and like my mom tries to call me at the same time? Like, mom, I'm on a documentary. Mijo. Hang up your line. Are you eating... Mijo. We're just going to hear your, your ringtone going off. It'll be like, <laughs> and then the background, we just hear no like, and I was watching the Dodger game. It was a, a balmy December day. <laughs> Whoa, he said it was December. You can't prove he didn't do it, though, it's so true. he did it. I don't know that you weren't there in December. But yeah, I just, I, if you, like, legitimately, if we found out in a year that this was government propaganda brought out to discredit all of this, I'd be like, yeah, that's the conspiracy I buy. Because it's just so bad. It made me care less. Like if you, I'm gonna go post a link to the Netflix, uh, to Netflix's page for the show mm-hmm. on the Facebook group for Stormy Area 51. I guarantee that 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 group's killed in, in a day. <laughs> Everyone will be like, oh, no, I don't want to do this anymore. But that's the thing, though. Like Bob Lazar is telling you not to storm the base. You don't know. You don't know what I've seen. That's why he's mm-hmm. gonna be like, you don't know what I've seen. Also, they've got a lot of guns and they <laughs> will shoot you. They have signs everywhere. But I don't know what I've seen anyway. Um, they've got dust there, and that <laughs> dust can come from Earth. I would totally buy this as anti-propaganda like you said if i hadn't seen yeah if you hadn't movies. seen the dude is and the thing that pisses me off is that he also did a documentary on skinwalker ranch that i refuse to watch now because he has good the thing is he gets all the pieces like he has everything that paranormal nerds want access to and just ruins it he has he hangs out with george knapp he goes to skinwalker ranch george knapp wrote the book on skinwalker ranch he can he, he got to talk to freaking uh uh robert bigelow the guy that owns Skinwalker Ranch for a time and had access to everything and just shits it away because he wants to play a stupid Gandhi ringtone to show show like what 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 does that even mean like what am I supposed to think of him while he has that ringtone? I feel like you might run across the room and slap me right now. What's Skinwalker <laughs> Ranch? <laughs> it's a whole other thing. It's like give me something to read. Give me something to read tonight to okay. to watch this out of so, my head. Oh, I got a couple then. If you want to, uh, some cool. Yeah, here's what I feel like you as our editor need to do now as a public service is you need to go back to when I when I challenged us for this. Put in something in the back <laughs> goes like, don't watch it. This is really bad. We'll just listen to the next episode. But here's some stuff you should listen to instead, and yeah. it'll be this. Um, so Skinwalker Ranch is a. Basically, it's like a big plot of land in Utah. Um, it's on like a Navajo reservation. 512 acres. Um, the Do you know what a skinwalker is? No. The skinwalker, 
somewhat like a Navajo boogeyman, like a like a Kukui almost, but it's like a cautionary tale as well. So like it has to do with like murdering someone of your like like your own kind or like being an evil witch or something like this. You become a skinwalker and it's like an evil shaman that can change forms, stuff like this. And uh, they have the power to like kill you just by looking at you. They could take the form of anyone that you know and like trick you into doing bad stuff. Um, but that's only part of Skinwalker Ranch. The entire ranch is on this like crazy, almost Bermuda Triangle thing where everything paranormal ever just happens around there. They got Skinwalker sightings. They got UFO sightings. They got ghost sightings. They got. So you're saying this is our first road trip as we're going there? I would love to, but it's it's switched hands so many times. I don't know who owns it now. Uh, previously, Robert Bigelow owned the ranch, and he's the guy that owned the Quality Inns. It okay. turns out he's a super like mega uh, 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 paranormal paranormal nerd, um, and actually he was the one that you know when the uh, imminent disclosure came out about like hey it turns out um, Area Fifty One exists and also here's some footage of a UFO that the Air Force caught. This was like a year or two ago. Yeah, with that that thing that all of us just ignored. Yeah, that we kind of forgot about until right now. Like I even forgot about like oh that's right we got like this weird footage yeah, we of got like actual, actual footage UFOs. from the government that they were like oh we don't know. And so it turns out you know um, the government had spent twenty two million dollars on UFO research specifically. The guy that got the money was Robert Bigelow and the guy that owns Skinwalker Ranch. This is already more interesting than the Bob Lazar. It's a thousand. It's times a really more. good story. I um, actually you know what last podcast on the left did an episode of it. Which is pretty good, but if you want a really, really good in-depth um, explanation of Skinwalker Ranch, I um, suggest listening to um, Astonishing Legends the podcast. They're really good. They're like the NPR of paranormal. It's a good thing we talked about it because you mentioned Bob Lazar and brothels, and I just thought like Skinwalker Ranch was like a brothel. That's literally. <laughs> I, 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 at first, I, I was thought you were to say it. I <laughs> thought you were. I thought you were just not saying Skywalker Ranch right. And I was legitimately like trying not to embarrass you. And then you said it enough that I was like, oh, I'm the idiot here. <laughs> Shit. So, okay. So this this brings up what I think is an interesting fact. Something I don't think, something we've never talked about as far as I'm aware. So you're a bigger cryptozoological nerd than I thought you were. Like, maybe not giant, but I think it's just paranormal. But I'm... Yeah. Like you, you I, I dabble in a lot of the yeah, that stuff. Which I, I do. There was a period of time, and I mean, it was it was probably twenty years ago where it was my favorite thing in the world. And the weirdest part is, I think it's when I got internet access and like <laughs> really had it like always. I feel like I got it was too much, and like all of my trusted sources were now like muddied. You remember uh, Freaky Links? I do. That's, I do remember that. I think that's where it started for me. Well, and I used to like there was a website I used to love called Above Top Secret, and it was just like every crazy thing i'd ever heard about that has a nugget of truth i found on there like mm. the the yellowstone caldera and like all the, anything you should ever be afraid of was on there and so because of this movie i was like you know what i'm gonna i want to get back into this i got a little bit of time i want to i want to do this for a minute i went back to above top secret and it feels real alt right now <laughs> like half the articles on the first page were like proof that trump is doing blah 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 and the left is really trying to murder everyone it was just crazy stuff and so now I'm like worried going like, well, was I just being indoctrinated when I was a kid and I got <laughs> bored and walked away? It could have happened. Like, I meant like it's a stark jump now because of where you left off, but it slowly got there. It's just, it's just weird. Like how I fell off it so hard, how now I've hit a point where I'm like, I don't believe in anything. 
But when I think about it, like as we're talking about this, I'm like, I don't really believe in any conspiracy theories. I don't really believe in this. I'm literally explaining a conspiracy theory where I'm like, oh, no, the government puts stuff out like this. Yeah. So we don't know. So I'm like, oh, shit, I am crazy. And then I'm thinking about like, well, yeah, but I mean, this is there's proof. It's like MK Ultra. Like MK Ultra is clearly known happened. as a plan yeah. where it happened, but it only got out because the government's covering up the real thing that happened. I was like, oh, oh, shit, I am the crackpot. Oh, God, that happened. So apparently I don't trust the government. You don't trust science and nature. Well, you trust them. You I just trust, trust them to get crazy. Yeah, that's its job. Anything we got here, Alex? What do you? What do you? What do you freak out over? Bet it's ghosts and ghouls. Who pooped ghosts, in the toilet? Ghosts. Yeah. Um, there's definitely a story I want to share, but I won't share it until Halloween, because that one has to deal with like demons and spirits. So I really want, but definitely my um my, I guess that's not a conspiracy, but I, I definitely have no. The demons are conspiring against you. Right? Oh no! That's what you <laughs> yeah. call a group. It's like a murder of crows, a conspiracy of demons. A conspiracy of demons, yes. But like, I definitely the paranormal has always like I've always been intrigued, and I I think just not like not knowing what's what we don't know, right, Finn? <laughs> Finn is like, damn. He's been spying. He's like, they're onto him. <laughs> it's like the squirrels on Rick and Morty. Send them in. He's onto us. <laughs> oh, no. No. He knows the truth. It's going to see like more cats coming out of the toilet or something. <laughs> like oh, wetsuits. Yeah, the toilet. Just He's always concerned with your bathroom. There's got to be something in the toilet that he wants. He he. That's where he drinks water. If you go in there, he thinks you're going to turn the sink mm, on. Give so him that ass water. Oh, oh. <laughs> he drinks the butt water. <laughs> so I would just, just shit. I'll get it. You're good. It tastes like food water. I don't want to put you out. <laughs> Yeah, I used to be really big into like, for whatever reason, Bigfoot was like my like main, like oh yes, I, the yeah, Sasquatch. Yeah, the, the Squash. <laughs> Did you know we have a like? There's like a big Sasquatch sighting area in uh, Shaver. No. Yeah. In Shaver, they there's even, like this whole world of sounds awesome. Like yeah. I've only heard of the Fresno uh, Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler. That oh, should, we I gotta talk about that. That, that, that. that should be a team, right? But here's the yeah. craziest oh, thing. I know it should be. Until you even mentioned that you got it in a blind box toy, I thought it was some bullshit thing that only people around here heard mm-hmm. about one time. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's that. It was dumb on. Thing. It was on some like ghost hunting show on like sci-fi or whatever. Like they're all like bullshit shows or whatever. But it was popular enough to be on a national that, television. That blows my mind. That blows my mind. And right they there. actually came out here and tried to recreate it, and they couldn't. We should do a show. Okay, this is how we make our second show. We should do a show where you just go introduce me to the paranormal. And I just walk in there because <laughs> I don't believe in it, and you're like. Oh no, man! This house is super haunted. All sorts of things happen. I'll just be like, I'll go in. I don't care. <laughs> just walk down intestines. <laughs> hey guys, you were right. You were no, you, right. You walk out. I'm like, inside uh, out. Uh, the SNL priest on Casper, <laughs> and your head's on back. Uh, <laughs> why was that a thing too? I rewatched Casper. I was like, they really show that <laughs> yeah. again. Better movie than this. Yes. Oh, oh yes. A lot of things. A thousand percent. Hey, so, and my favorite thing about Casper the Friendly Ghost. Means he had to kill Casper the friendly kid. What up? It's dark as hell. Don't know it if he was, was super kid. dark. He, he's actually Richie Rich. Like, yeah. look at them. They're the same person. Yeah. Um, yeah. Damn. Yeah, they, they have like a rich. big old mural for Bigfoot at Shaver Lake. You know, I'm looking up the video right now, and they have the video. And this was not too long ago. It was October 12, 2017. For the Nightcrawler? For the um, Fox. Like, it was on the Fox News. Bigfoot sighting reported in okay. California. That's something. They, like, have, they have a video. Like, I don't... Try to get to the something. damn video, but damn. I don't, like, disbelieve in Bigfoot, but I also, he's, like, one of the ones I'm like, yeah, whatever. I don't care that much to well, really because that one, it. Like, if, if tomorrow we found out Bigfoot was real, I'd be like, cool. It's an ape I, that we didn't know about. Yeah, Versus that's if it exactly was like, it. Bigfoot's real, and he runs a school in Oregon. I'd be like, holy <laughs> shit! A big, <laughs> like a Bigfoot Hogwarts? He, he's been among us. Well, that's, um, that one's kind of chippier because he's he's big. You know, like, we know and we don't know a lot foot. of... 
well, and he's a foot. And that, that's huh. always been my thing, like with Loch Ness monster, Bigfoot. Yeah. Where mm-hmm. like, I don't really, I don't even care to prove or disprove they exist because if you were to say, hey, there might be some animals around that are ancient that we just haven't seen. I'm like, yeah, dude, Earth's big. <laughs> Next step on yeah. the history Shit's channel. Weird. Ancient don't, animals. Don't shit on my sixth grade that conspiracy stuff right now. <laughs> When I was in Scotland, we went to Loch Ness and they were like, they were just treating with such like clearly reverence because it was a tourist trap. But at the same time, there was like half the people that were there were either super into it or the other half were like annoying and like, oh, this is stupid. And I was the only (laughs) one that was there. I was like, that'd be cool. Yeah. Well, look at Iceland. You know, how much much of the population believes in those in like elves or Or the the, the Jotun, the giants? You should. uh, Oh, have you seen. Oh, you're gonna say the same show I'm gonna say. I was the, the movie on oh, Netflix, okay. um, The Ritual. Oh no, no, really good. Oh man, and it just watch that. So you so should. Uh, this isn't a challenge. I'm just, I'm just, I'm making, I'm making a some conversation. You guys should right. watch this. It's very good. I won't force you. Oh, now he wants to get a good one. Yeah, in. you already wasted you should, yours. Uh, you should watch Travel Man. I believe. Well, maybe if you challenge us, I will. Oh, trust me. If you guys don't, I will. But there was a really <laughs> good episode where they go to Iceland. It's um. Oh my god, I forget his name. It's Moe's from uh, the IT yes, crowd. Yes, oh, uh, uh, Moss. Moss. Uh, so yeah, I think of Mo. I literally said from, I think Moe's from the office. It's oh, Dwight's okay. cousin yeah. in the IT crowd. You guys seen seen it? I've seen that show, I and I know that meant Moe's B. Um, so he did a <laughs> because his like his shtick is he, he's so just like whatever, like he doesn't care yeah. about anything. He does a show called Travel Man where he just does a very efficient 48-hour trip to a foreign country with a celebrity that's slightly more famous than him. Mm-hmm. And there's an episode where he goes to, I believe it was Iceland, and they talk about the fairies and the trolls. And it's just watching him talk about that is the funniest <laughs> shit I've ever seen. In fact, you've seen that, seen that show. Only that one, though, Again, which is funny. How good this movie was. We've talked about everything but a, this a movie. A bunch of other movies, yeah. Watch The Ritual. Really good. Really scary movie. Um, watch Troll Hunter. Really fun movie. This Scandinavian dude that hunts trolls, like massive trolls, though, like he's the only one that keeps the trolls at bay for the rest of the world. <laughs> um, don't yeah. watch this movie. Just, no, yeah. just don't. <laughs> now, do I believe in aliens and all that? Is that what you're asking me? You know, you should too? watch Fire in the Sky. I do That's need a to cool see Fire movie about aliens. It yeah. scared the shit That's out of me. Based on true story. What? That that movie is what got me uh, really hardcore out of reading about aliens, and it started to scare the shit out of That's me. That's the guys that are on like the river, right? Yeah. Yeah. And or just, one of them gets abducted, yeah. and it just. I have a weird thing where even though I'm not like afraid of any of this stuff on a real level, I have this weird phobia of greys, like that specific alien type, and it's from that movie. Um, okay, so Skinwalker Ranch was, like I said, one of my favorite things. I believe in Skinwalker Ranch and all the stuff that happens there. But there's another one that you guys have to look up because it is uh, Bob Lazar times 10, but also entertaining. And it's the, uh, the Dulce base in Dulce, New Mexico. And this guy... Like Bob Lazar worked for the secret government base that happened to be underground in Dulce, New Mexico. <laughs> he was a janitor that worked there, but also led to the uprising of the <laughs> lizard people and helped them fight off the greys and the humans. Because they all existed down there. There's the humans, there's the greys, and there's the lizard folk. And a war happened underneath the surface of the earth. And he's the only one to tell the tale. So and he was the hero. Is it a prequel of Land of the Lost? Are they slee stacks? It's got to be a sequel. See, I feel like this is. But basically, and like he's like describing like the greys are actually like a hive mind, and like the lizard people have this weird hierarchy, and he befriended one someone oh, on the bottom of the totem pole, shit. and like he helped them rise up. Played Starcraft. Exactly. He's thinking Protoss and Zerg. <laughs> Zerg. Um, 
so to 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 try to like not have this whole episode just be us being naked. I mean, it has we've actually had some really good stuff in this, yeah, but like, just don't watch this movie. The weirdest thing is as, as shitty as this movie is, and it is so god, it's so bad. That's oh, the, the slowest rocket bike I've yes, ever seen. I was uh, thank you, <laughs> thank you, because they're trying to show this off like but it's, it's a some turbo cool jet. Turbo jet. <laughs> it's propane. Here's the other thing too: his feet are propelling that bike for far too long. Everything is a lie. Jesus. Um, again. I can make rockets. I burned up a Mustang. You I'm as much of a scientist property. as him. I went to a school. There's a record of me going there. But there's also, I mean, who's to say you didn't go to some other school? Mm-hmm. They lost the record. I went to Harvard. I, I went to Menachee and also Porterville High. I want to start the rumor that Mike went to like Yale and uh, <laughs> they lost the transcripts. But also Mike says, no, I didn't. But I'm going to insist. Yeah, I'm the did. one person that's yeah. like, I didn't go to an no, Ivy League school. Yeah. Stop paying me more money. I don't have my bachelor's. <laughs> No, um, you have to be doctors. Dr. I got, Mike. I got my doctorate. Doctor Idiot? No, Dr. Uh, Pepper? The weird thing that this movie did for me, though, is it just... I I don't know why I haven't thought of anything paranormal in years. I just haven't. And all of a sudden, now it's just... It's all I want to do is read and watch stuff. That I had some books to lend you then. Cause I'm I, in. I, I like, pulled yeah. out my stack of books that I, I, I've been meaning to read, but I just haven't. I know. So I'm going to go through them now. My sister's super into it. Like... I think she did the same thing too, though. I think we were both like into hardcore, like really good paranormal stuff. And then I remember like getting a book called, um, I think it was like what the government doesn't want you to know or something like that. And that like broke me. And then I'm like, oh, the government's out to get me. <laughs> and then I like, read like lies my teacher told me. I was like, you can't even trust schools. And now I'm a crazy liberal. Oh, God. <laughs> That's the thing, though. I don't really fall too much into conspiracy stuff like that. And, like, the government stuff. It's more like stuff beyond is the stuff that I yeah. like. Like, the demons. Well, and that's, like a, the that's the trick, too, is, like, if, hey, hey, guys, here's, like, the craziest thing. Government's going to lie to you sometimes. It's it's almost like it's what they have to do. What? But ghosts. Ghosts I mean, tell the truth. We sold arms to the bad guys? <laughs> no. Weren't this, are you Okay. You're mistaking the real world for Iron Man 1. <laughs> Hi. Hi, Finn. Okay. Um, I got some small facts for Area 51 if you guys want some. Oh. Or just like interesting things. that it Cat's buttholes in the microphone. <laughs> Look. <laughs> was that real? <laughs> you, can't, you can't prove it I was. I can't prove that it wasn't. I wasn't looking. <laughs> I can't. I pulled my headphones off. <laughs> Gonna blue shell this son of a bitch. It's like cat farts. Blue shell. <laughs> Bad Finn. Uh, that's how Mike got pink eye. Oh, uh, did either of you watch the Joe Rogan podcast with him? i started to i just i don't i, I don't stopped like as soon as uh um i'm fine with joe rogan i don't really i i don't like his podcast i i don't mind joe rogan i hate the guests he tends to have on the yeah. show he um, gives a voice well, to I'm people more, i do not want to have a voice yeah i'm more of a you know ufc fan and i like a lot of his guests and badger milk <laughs> he's all about the what what, what uh the caveman what coffee yeah caveman coffee and uh hunting his own meat elk, elk meat elk meat yeah, yeah he eat the shit out of that <laughs> literally yeah <laughs> <laughs> when Joe Rogan and Joe Rogan and Alex Jones spend more time like talking about the supplements I need to buy to not be a cuck, I was like, eh, I'm good. <laughs> uh, but I, I watched a little bit and I had to turn it off because at some point, like J- Joe's asking him like okay questions, but Joe's eating it up. But there's some parts where you can kind of tell that he's like, okay, wait, hold back. But you said this type of situations, and uh, just Bob Lazar is like, oh, I just I can't think right now. I, the migraines, <laughs> I got the migraines, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when I turned it off. I was like, I can't, you smell me. I can't. Yeah, you drink some water. All right, I want to take a salt yeah, tablet. He, he's not. Yeah, he's not. Joe Rogan's 
you know, fairly smart guy. He's been, he's Joe talked Rogan to many to, different people. Joe Rogan went to Skinwalker Weight Ranch and they scared themselves shitless because the, their camera light reflected off of a tree nut. I think that was like an orb or something. Ah. Uh, <laughs> God. I want to go back to something I said earlier about above, above top, se- above top but, secret. I thought being you were going to say butthole cat. <laughs> butthole cat. But top secret. About above top secret being real right wing. I would like to correct myself. It's just crazy. Ah. First thing is CNN airport monopoly finally going down in flames. The president's administration does protect hate groups. Racist Trump supporters invade Baltimore and no CNN or MSNBC coverage. And I'm like, oh, okay, wow, this is really left wing. (laughs) Then the next thing I hit is like, uh, Bernie Sanders, would he really be that bad? (laughs) Media ignores El Paso shooters left wing rhetoric. Like they're just, they're just giving everyone a voice now. They have a video channel. I'm I'm going to be doing this for a minute, guys. You guys have fun with that. Oh, stupid in California or how excess and environmentalists caused the drought. All right. Small Area 51 uh, tidbits I found. Like, I have a bunch of paranormal books, like I was saying. But the only one that had anything about Area 51 was the kids book I have. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not really like a really kids book. Just rhymes. No, it has like those. Um, each chapter has like those pages that have like a fake envelope. And there's like cool stuff inside yeah. the envelope. It's like that. It was like a 10, like craziest facts about american history area 51's in there a lot of roswell stuff but um so one of the 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 cool things was like the whole the whole reverse engineering stuff started i think primarily with like area 51 where supposedly like technology came from the ufo that crashed there but uh it did turn out that three months after the roswell incident we broke the sound barrier which was kind of cool um so john lear is pretty he's he's pretty big out there in the uh, the UFO community ufologists they call themselves and um his dad was a pretty well-known inventor in his day uh back in the 40s I believe and he was the one that actually coined the name Motorola so his son John Lear claimed that his dad Bill Lear was in constant contact with aliens and that that's where a lot of like Motorola's technology came from and it so happens that in 1969, when Neil Armstrong, Neil Armstrong phoned the whole one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind, that was using Motorola's communication technology. Area 51 is actually built on top of an abandoned silver mine. So all the good stuff is probably underground. And I read another, actually it was in the George Knapp's uh, Hunt for the Skinwalker, that they actually like went over the process of the government taking over that land from the family that owned the mines. And with the imminent uh, disclosure thing, it was revealed that all the UFOs that have ever been reported to uh, the Air Force exist in something called Project Blue Book, which was just like a filing of all the UFOs. And their job was to determine whether or not UFOs were um, at risk for national security. And it exists. There's actually a history show that's on that now. It's basically like mind hunters, but UFOs. I'm super into that. Super into the idea of all of this. It looks really good. Guys, I think I'm fully into this now. Um, what's your favorite conspiracy? Like, if you had to pick one thing, conspiracy theory, alien paranormal, just like, we're just going to blanket it all right now. Skinwalker Ranch, like I said. Um, Bigfoot is an interdimensional alien that is just passing by. Very slowly with a large, large walk. Well, just like that one time, it was actually him kind of just literally phasing through other dimensions. And we were just like part of the path. Like yeah, he isn't he, actually physically here anymore. Yeah. yeah. I've I've actually heard like paranormal stories where people like go into a store and it's a whole different store. Like it's like older. Mm-hmm. They kind of like they're familiar with it, but not familiar with it. Almost like in a dream state. And they like blink or they come out of it. 
and it's the, they look around and it's modern. Yeah. And it just snap. It was just well, it's almost like that space and time, like that sensation when you walk into a room and completely forget why you walk into a room through the doorways. Yeah. yeah. It's because the government just watched your brain. Um, Mothman actually is one of my favorite cryptids. I, I guess. do love Mothman. And the whole, I want, we are planning a trip to Point Pleasant, West Virginia because we want to go to, they have a Mothman festival yeah. every year and they have like a giant Mothman statue and all that stuff. I want to go to the abandoned uh, TNT mines where the, the, that's a whole big thing. Like the, it starts off with like these kids kind of running into them when they were going to like some makeout place that was an abandoned TNT factory. And then that's when they ran into the Mothman. But then it bundles into alien stuff with um, injured cold, which is where the first sightings of the men in black were. And that's just like a whole shotgun blast of like cool stuff. Yeah. And there's even orbs at some point. Oh. Um, I think I have that book also. Um, Richard Keel. Um, you let me borrow Mothman those books. Let you borrow some comic books. Deal. Um Alex, what you got? What's your favorite? Just crazy thing that you can't be pro- that can't be proven. Finn's butt. Finn's oh, hologram. Just, it's proven. It's, it's right a hologram. Here. It's right here, baby. Tap that butt. Some of my favorite would be like the Jersey Devil. Yeah, Jersey Devil's like, cool. Yeah, because they actually like anytime they go to it, they hear some sort of like sound or video. They get something, you know. They're, I yes. forget which show it was, but they would go and try to disprove all of these things, and that was one of my favorite ones. That was our poster. Was the Mothman and Jersey Devil for uh, my old podcast? Oh, was it, was it? Mothman riding the Jersey Devil? Oh, that's funny. <laughs> it was just so much going on. I didn't know. <laughs> um, I think if you can go aliens, I'll go like Roswell. I think that one's always been like that. Always stuck out in my mind. I guess it was just kind of like perfect timing where I got into everything and just got interested. And um, that's always been uh, that's always been one of my my favorite ones that come to mind. Trying to think of if there's anything else, uh, mainly just a general like mysteriousness of, and for me especially, conspiracy or paranormal would be ghosts or spirits or um, things that we can't uh, explain, uh, but more human, more mm. you know spiritual, um, whether that be demon, angel, you know anything like that. Th- those have always interested me more, and hopefully when we get to the Halloween one, I'll I'll tell you my story. Oh, I got one related to this one, too. Um, but before I do, uh, maybe we'll get out of the way. It's not that great. Oh, wait. Uh, another, I guess, kind of cryptid thing. Uh, the Black Eye Kids. I don't know if you've heard of them. No idea. That yes. One? Yeah. Yes. Um, God, I'm just not in this whole world. I know pop culture, man. That's my yeah. jam. Um, it's, it's kind of pop culture in a sense, because I've even read comics now that have Does like, the Black Eye Kids. deal with this? Yes, the Black Eye Kids. Is this Will I Am? <laughs> um... <laughs> um black eyed kids so this dude um he actually we may even be able to like skype him at some point because he just like answers all the time like he had just, just this crazy story that he's told like for years now he's totally used to it i've heard him on other podcasts he's just like yeah whatever i'll just tell my story um but black eyed kids or black eyed people um is kind of almost like a phenomenon like it Multiple people have experienced. I don't this. like it. I search yeah. for. It. I don't like it. You I literally like drew him as one almost. I didn't yeah, know did. it. I, that's what I thought you were drawing. Yeah, I was just putting black <laughs> orbs over your eyes because it seemed creepy, and I'm right. It is. Um, the, he chose me. Thanks. The most famous story is this, this guy goes to go watch Mortal Kombat the movie. And he gets out of the theater. You've, you've got my attention. Yes, that's why I love this so much because it starts. We all love Mortal Kombat the movie, so I'm glad that this is a part of this like super spooky story. Guy gets back or gets out. He starts going to his car. Um, I don't know if he started the car, or whatever. But like he gets like a, a knock on his window, 
on his window and these kids just appear no right there with jet black eyes asking him like hey can we come in can we come in no we need a ride. the answer's no and as he's telling them no though they're getting like aggressive like mean but he's he says like he kind of gets into like this weird like almost hypnotic state where he's just like this kind of makes sense like this is kind of okay that they have jet black eyes and they're being like aggressive about getting in my car but then like eventually he just like takes off and um there's multiple stories though of like people have had uh sweet dreams mike people have yeah i hate you heard knocks at their door they open it there's a black-eyed child there just like wanting to come in but that's the thing they have rules they they have to be allowed in like a vampire almost but we don't know any and there's no like conclusion to it we don't know what the cautionary tale is like what's what will happen if you let them in so i just grabbed i just so I've got like a thousand windows or a thousand <laughs> tabs. Uh, tabs open right now because everything we've talked about, I'm like, I'm going to look into that. I'm going to yeah. look into that. So I just popped up Snopes for black eyed children origins. Black eyed children, mysterious creatures supposedly resemble, re- supposedly resemble kids between the ages of six and 16. So that, well, that's the thing. I've even like heard stories of adults though. So the creepy part, the creepiest part for me, it says creatures who only appear in the night when they show up at the doors of unsus- unsuspecting residents and ask in breathless and monotone voices as if they needed to make it creepier. We don't need to worry about their, black eyeballs of the <laughs> devil it's that they're like hey they're ross yeah hey guys can i come, can in? I come in come on let me in but they ask to uh use the bathroom make a phone call get a ride home or grab something to eat yeah ah there's a comic that i have though it's by Zenoscope, which i think is kind of a trash uh, comic book company now they are and i read a weird amount of their comics and they're all bad they have a good like line of paranormal stuff but they put like a twist and the twist with the, the, the black twist is giant boobs no, that's like the Alice in Wonderland stuff, yeah. I think. But uh, on this one, they had the black eyed kids, and the twist was that they were actually there to stop some alien demon from killing the people inside. Oh, <laughs> God, that's actually a good idea. It wasn't that bad. Man, not mad. Like, uh, my conspiracy theories are all like abstract and cute, and you have to go somewhere, but yours are coming to my house to kill me. Yeah. No, I scare myself a lot. When I really jump into it, the glare off my glasses scares the fuck out of me yeah, well, sometimes. So that's the, the that's the weird thing with me is like I don't I truly don't believe this. I don't I do not think a black eyed kid's gonna come to my car or door or anything's gonna happen. But there's that what part. What they do? And that's the thing. <laughs> that's my entire problem. It's the same with the, all the government stuff. Where I'm like, but what, what if they fun? are? So that's the thing. I'm like, okay, it doesn't exist. But what if they do? Yeah, well, I dare you to walk me to my car. <laughs> Bitch, you won't. <laughs> um, wait, are you the original Black Eyed Kid? We're going to get out there. New- <laughs> You're going to start seeing Let's get it started. Um, I got to send you guys. <laughs> Let's get it started. <laughs> I, I got to send you a link to an episode of this other podcast that no longer exists. But uh, Oh, my God. Was- is that the conspiracy? <laughs> no, they did a really good Black Eyed uh, Children episode. And they actually interviewed some girl that experienced it while she was visiting family in Mexico. But her story was just like super crazy. All right, here's another and idea that we need. Oh, go ahead. I thought you were done. No, uh, it, it kind of bundles into like the whole like place shifting to not what you remember it to be. Because mm-hmm. they like, it almost sounded like her and her cousin got transported into like another world almost where it wasn't where they weren't home. Like, and they were getting I, chased by these black guys. I do love other dimensional stuff. Yeah. So my two things that I want to talk about real quick. So one is my, my favorite conspiracy theory ever, just because it's so bizarre is the Denver International Airport. So what is that? My um me it's my, my, my a million. It's yeah. like it's like a library of weird things. The Skinwalker Ranch of airports. So, so my coworker, me and me and him, him like kind of bond over this stuff and he was like bringing it up the Denver Airport. Dude, it it unites Nazis and governments and like government Freemasons overspending and, stuff, and right? Freemasons. Yeah. 
So like the a, horse is like the the the, the horse of, of the, yeah the the, the, the warhorse. It's literally called the warhorse. Um, but it's a uh, it was as an astronomical amount of money went into building it, and nobody can nobody can account for where the money went. Um, it was it was being it took like another additional like year plus to be built. Um, I got a list of people like here's just like bullet points. The airport's runways are designed to look like a swastika. Like you'd think at some point somebody's going to be doing a design, go like, oh, can we make this less swastika? Was this like post World War Two? Um, it was 1995. Oh boy. Uh, the airport's dedication stone has a uh, Freemason symbol in it. It has the Masonic symbol with the compass, the capital G in it. Um, underneath the symbol, the New World Airport Commission is credited with helping fund and build the airport. Um, there are theories that there's a giant network of bunkers under it. Huh. This is a picture. Hmm. Are you looking at the wall horse? <laughs> no, the, uh, the, G, oh, the, the, oh, yeah. the Freemason thing. Um, but if you really want to, if you really want to be like, what the, f-? like, cause up until this point, everything is like, okay, that's a bad design. Okay. Government overspending. Okay. Like Masonic groups pay for stuff, yeah. whatever. Just do a quick search for Denver International Airport mural. This is painted on the walls at the at the airport on purpose. It's scenes of the apocalypse. <laughs> it's really bizarre. Um, God, yeah. There's a just so many weird murals. There's a a, a scary Nazi in one of them. A quote from a child who died in Auschwitz. Why is the, there a... the war horse statue, the big devilish Mustang yeah, statue, yeah. almost like ki- eyes light up? Yeah, and it uh, it almost killed its uh, sculptor while he was working on it. <laughs> so it's just one of those goofy ones where like it's just so goofy, and because it's so new, I'm I'm enamored with it. it gets a quattro. Like we don't have many. In there. <laughs> we don't have many uh, like conspiracy theories slash end of world scenarios that are like 25 years old. What if like they actually did like um. Uh, pay different like groups like the Freemasons and stuff to actually build it, and they're like all like fighting for like we're going. Oh, I'm gonna put my symbol over here. Oh, I'm gonna put my symbol over there. So I can't remember where I, it was. Probably on above top secret. Like I can't remember where I read this theory, but the theory that I read that I loved that I was like, man, I could actually like. There's just enough of a nugget there that I could buy it. Is that what it is? Is it's actually a bunch of end of the world scenario bunkers underneath it, and it's at an international airport because it's easy to get to in the center of the country. The kid holding they're, a squirrel, and I think he has a dead sister a in a coffin. Peng, penguin in a box. It's just insanity, man. Somebody commissioned that, and they went, that's a good idea. Let's put it up. Like, that was done on purpose. This isn't like, and you see all the way all the trees fell. They fell into the yeah. natural shape of the Blair Witch. So, a like, person painted yeah, this, yeah. and a person paid them to do it 25 years ago. So Some of my favorite like conspiracies have always been like the ones that happen, and they, there's documentations, but you can't really... like. You don't know, like, they disappeared or whatever. Yeah. And, and the other ones are the conspiracies that happen, especially in ones that are in America, because we're a fairly young country. Yep. And we don't have that deep of a... And, yeah, it's crazy when you know, it's like, it's not like, it's from 2,000 years ago, they're like, in 1977. Yeah. But yeah. How did they find those ta- tablets from Jesus um, in Utah? The other thing I want to talk... So, the... <laughs> there is a... Oh, I see the Nazi one. That is weird. So, I remembered now... As we were talking about this, I, I remember it as almost like a repressed memory why I got super out of conspiracy theories. Because I scared the shit out of myself one night and it broke me. Um, and you know how there's that... Not like, the last. How, not the last. So my insane mind, the way it works where I see weird details and everything and I have to connect stuff. 
I very vividly remember being, uh, it was outside of Porterville in a orchard, which is already, let me just throw out there, orchards are scary as hell. At night. Yeah, really, yeah. at okay. night. It was orange in the morning. That's when the skinwalker gets you. My friend and I were just hanging out. I was driving, and we were in the middle of this orchard, and a car came up and flashed his brights at us. No. And we were like, hey, screw that guy. We flashed our brights at him and he started, let's just start driving at us. This isn't like ghost car. Like there was just an asshole driving at us. Freaked no, us there's out. There's two scenarios here. Either there's an axe murderer in the back seat and he's trying to warn you or it's a gang initiation and he has to turn around and kill you. Turned out it was just a gang member who was being a dick and threatened. Oh, I don't even know if he was a gang member. He was just threatening us and he kept like holding stuff out saying he was going to shoot us. So that's it, literally the urban legend though. It's terrifying, but I didn't die. Clearly I'm here. Or am Are I? you? Um, Holy shit. but what happened that night was it unnerved Who me. My hot dog? <laughs> it unnerved me enough that my friend, because I was like, man, I can't sleep. And I very vividly remember laying on the hood of his car, having a conversation where I went, I think I figured out ghosts. What if ghosts aren't real? What ghosts or what if ghosts aren't ghosts? What ghosts are is the dimension that we can't quite see because. <laughs> Because I was using like weird artistic thought and I was mm. like, if you draw a picture and you even if you say it's one dimensional, it's not because there's depth to the ink. That's how you can see it. Yeah, or the gravite. So I was like, we can't conceive of a single dimension. We can only see two dimensional planes, three dimensional planes. Like you can only see like the so many white light invincible. So I was like, what if ghosts are just people living in a one dimensional plane like Bigfoot and we can only see them. When we just happen to line up perfectly (laughs) and that's, and it's only one dimension. So Mm -hmm. that's all you can see is that one moment. And the second you're not on that exact perfect plane, you can't see them anymore. And it scared the shit out of me so bad. (laughs) I stopped reading about stuff. (laughs) Like I legitimately sat there that night and had a full breakdown. I was like, how many dimensions are there? Like what? What? Okay. So if this, this, but if there's my dimension, like, and there's a, there's the one that the, there's for five dimensions or four. How many dimensions are? And I just remember like really having like a real moment from that. A lot of people think uh, Mothman is a fifth dimensional being because he can see what's going to happen. At always though, fourth dimension is future only linear time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And then fifth dimension is everything I want. Doctor Manhattan's fifth dimension. Yeah, that was also when I got out of math because then my friend <laughs> decided to spend like two hours explaining like dimensionality to me in uh, geometry, and I was like, I don't like this anymore. For some reason, the coolest quote, though, is from the stupid Mothman Prophecies movie, Richard Gere. And it's... I like that movie more than I should. Yeah. And um, I haven't read the book, but I think the book is probably going to be better. But it's not going to be as, like, crazy as... Richard Gere. Yeah. No uh, gerbils. I knew... One of I was like, I don't want to be the gerbil guy. I don't want to be one of those gerbils. But, like, people think that automatically, because the Mothman can see in the fifth dimension or exists in the fifth dimension, that it's, like, a greater being than us. But someone's like, well, you see this guy washing a window on top of this building? If there's a car accident down the road, he can see it. I can't. Is he better than me? He just has a better view. He just has a better view. So Sorry. I just thought that was cool. That is really Whoa. good. Smart. Yeah. Look at that. We salvaged this trash nah, Bob nah, Lazar nah. thing and turned it into a really good conversation where now I can't sleep tonight. <laughs> um, What else was I going to tell you that wasn't going to make you sleep tonight? Oh, Polybius is fun. That whole... Polygamy? What'd you say? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you down? <laughs> so I thought I was like, I don't want to be part of a thruple. So the door is locked, right? Um, never heard of Polybius? Because it's, it's it's video game related. The na- I know the name. I the just, name I sounds I, didn't, I know there's a game called Polybius. I didn't know there, there is, was like a well, thing. There or a company. There is, no, game. no. There's something. After the story came out, people made their own versions of Polybius. But uh, think about The Last Starfighter, but evil. 
So the Polybius was an arcade cabinet that existed in like some arcades out in Oregon and basically I was I do government. know about this. I do know about yeah, this. Yeah, it was yes. like an MK Ultra type of like brainwashing thing. Yep. And people swear the, that they played it back yep. then. Because this is also part of that Mandela effect thing. Like this, yes, I, yeah. the second you said it. P-O-L-Y-B-U-S. B-U-I-S? Holly B-I-U-S. Got yeah, because that liter- that arcade cabinet is the thing I remember very vividly from reading about this. And that's like a whole other Men in Black thing. But that's another like fun story that I absolutely don't believe. But people claim that it happened. Like that they actually legitimately played the game. But no one really can describe it 100%. But they like it was like the whole like, oh, I felt nauseous after and I wanted to kill all the phonies. All right, here's mm-hmm. our assignment for next week. We each have to plant one urban legend and not tell the others where it was. And then in 17 years, we come back and see if it picked up. <laughs> Guys, I messed up. <laughs> Guys, so funny thing. In, tw- God. <laughs> in 2013, I put out an article that said, wouldn't it be funny if the host of The Apprentice became the president? <laughs> I'm so sorry. I had another one. You know, the best part is I'm, I'm cycling through my tabs right now. And the one that keeps like legitimately as I hit it, it just gives me that like startle that like, oh, shit. It's this one. <laughs> Every time I, t- I go to it, I'm like, ah, Richard Munch. <laughs> yeah, there's a couple that I want to share, but I think I'll save it for Halloween because that's more of that that route. But I think there's always something interesting about knowing the unknown, and I think that's something that draws a lot of people. Yeah, and that's and and I have to have to be there with an open mind, but I also have to attack it just you know logically uh, because if I believe, oh, just believe me. Yeah. Yeah, you know, then then I can believe in anything. I'll, I'll be a fool if I believed in everything. Yeah, for me, I I always say that I'm like both Mulder and Scully. Like yeah. I really really want to believe in this stuff, but as soon as I look into it, like absolutely, there's more than likely it's just bullshit or just something that we don't quite understand. Well, and especially in this day and age yeah. where you have access to look at things yeah. and like you can do research, it's 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 very easy now to disprove at least even if it's just enough. Yeah. Um. One more story, I guess, one because it's related to this topic of aliens, UFO stuff, but uh, it's short. <clears throat> My dad, when he was younger, um, that is spooky. They were having like a bonfire, and like he has a bunch of brothers, and they had like a nephew that was around the same age that yeah, was hanging out with him. Go. Yeah, this is the Halloween lighting we're gonna be doing. I like it. We should do it live. <laughs> um, Really fuck up my head. <laughs> Sorry, I'm gonna fix the lights while you tell your story. I feel like we're in the oven. I'm scared. We're already like, in Fresno. Remember that scene in Bill and Ted Two with the Easter Bunny? <laughs> oh man. Um. So my All dad right. hanging out with his brothers, having a bonfire, and also they had a nephew there that was around their age, and um, the brothers went to go get go on a beer run, basically, and my dad and the nephew stayed to like tend to the bonfire. So they the brothers leave, and at some point. Just out of nowhere, they decided to like look up into the night sky, and they see this massive triangle shape floating above them. My dad says it's the size of a house. Wow! And he slowly sees the triangle just kind of slowly turn towards the airport, and then whoosh, gone. No noise. That's awesome. But there's like lights all around it. Like it looks like a triangle, like a pyramid, I guess, with lights all around it. Just yeah. <laughs> So, Alex, you need to do this to your daughter. Um, I did think aliens broke into my room when I was a kid because my dad apparently, it look, when I was this age, it was like 1982. Like it's like 1982. <laughs> I, was a, I was a baby. It's a different time. We're just off the 70s. Adults were a little funky. I walked into my room and I found a Parents burnt banging. up 
a burnt up thing on my de- on my TV. <laughs> did it smell funny? In front of my TV, it did smell funny. And a pack of something in an orange like rectangle that had like tissue coming out of it. And I didn't leave them in there and I was terrified. Because it I thought somebody broke in and I thought it was aliens. And my dad made sure to tell me that then I should be good so they don't come back. <laughs> and it was only about 10, maybe 15 years ago that I realized my dad was smoking weed, walked into my room, <laughs> put his joint down, I forgot about, forgot it. <laughs> about it, and then didn't want to tell his five-year-old son, Daddy's da- Daddy needed to get through the day. <laughs> So you say that she smoke weed? Is that what yeah. you're smoke saying? weed and terrify your daughter yeah. with it. Well, that's like the same story of like the kukui, yeah. you know. But there's no weed, man. Oh man! Yeah, did the <laughs> did the kukui leave, leave a fat J behind for his son to find? He didn't. I never saw him. Was the kukui dubbing it up? <laughs> Might have. Hey man, I'm like the boogeyman or something. I'm yeah. confused about my origin. <laughs> I can't because I remember like I would tell people the story of like yeah, and then like. When I was a kid, like, I thought an alien came to my house. My dad, like, he didn't tell me it didn't. Like, it was just perfect conspiracy theory. <laughs> he had the opportunity to be like, it wasn't an alien. You yeah. idiot. I would be like, no aliens. But instead, he didn't tell me it didn't. And, I mean, I was a grown-ass adult. <laughs> and I was thinking about that. I was talking to somebody about that. I just sat there. I was like, it was a pack of zigzags. <laughs> it's literally a pack of zigzags. And a mostly, it's like a, a, a roach. Like, he just, that's all he, that was what was there. <laughs> I... It was like I think he was getting a record I was listening to or something because he was in my room for some reason and he just left his drugs behind, his Oops. hard drugs Went behind. Near my child, <laughs> hard drugs. I grew up fine, guys. Nothing weird at all. <laughs> eh, fine. <laughs> at least you know this a hole is like drawing the ass cheeks on the around a UFO. All right, part two, Matt's story. UFO. So dad sees this uh, crazy triangle UFO. Take was off. your dad also high? Was it my dad? I. Oh, he shit. never told me. <laughs> But I, I don't know. I, 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 I could imagine. <laughs> um, flash forward to when I'm in my 20s and we used to live pretty close to the high school and I, you would use the high school track at night to, you know, get my jog. And I was walking over there and for whatever reason, like I decided to look up and I see this massive triangle shape above me, the size of a building. And it is moving. Like I can see where the stars are and I can see where the stars are getting covered as this thing goes by. And I like literally like tear up because my mind can't comprehend what's happening. Like I finally like experienced like the whole like Lovecraft. Oh, you can't describe it. You're going to go mad type of like a thing. And I just like turn around and I go home and I literally forgot about it for like two weeks. Wow. Like it just left my mind. But I'll never forget it now. Like and it made no noise and it was literally the size of a building. So and. Like not the not the the triangle flying thing, but like that's that's the thing that that's where I usually go with this stuff. Where like I like to believe that there's a real logical. I'm using logical very loosely, but like uh, there's a reason for it. Sure, like I I. Don't... But the reality is that like that like you experience this thing that like I don't think most people ever experience it. I didn't until I was driving to Texas and we stopped at a crater. And the scale of the crater, like, broke me. Yeah, like, just... Like, it was really weird. Like, I've never experienced a feeling like that. It was just this insane feeling of insignificance. And, yes. like, like knowing it was large, but not being able to process what I was seeing. Yeah. yeah. When I was... That's the same thing. I was on Half Dome looking down yeah. where I started at. And I wept. 
<laughs> I, yeah, you essentially want to. It yeah. humbles the shit out of you, I'll tell you that much. But just uh, how tiny you are, and I think that's the what got me, was I am just a tiny human. This world's really big. And and that's the thing, like, even in your story, like you're talking about this triangle that should be the part where you're like, and this triangle is there, it scared the shit out of me, I don't know what's <laughs> happening. But that's not the part that you hit hard. The part you hit hard is like, I literally sat there and didn't know how to process it, and I broke. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. my mind broke that's that's why i love like as problematic as he is and he is wildly problematic i'm okay matt is a nice guy no um (laughs) i love lovecraft's works because he was the first author i read that dealt with that stuff that's why i got into clive barker because clive barker was just like we're made of made of shit and this and yeah and like i just the idea of seeing something like that like breaks me Mm -hmm. and so that's why like i can be it can be funny where i'm like oh the black-eyed kids are a terrifying thing to think about objectively gray aliens freak Mm. me out like but i don't i'm not worried about those i've never in my life been worried that i'm gonna walk up and be and walk up to a vampire yeah but i've always been like but i've always been like (laughs) but what if i see that one thing that snaps my brain into yeah because i know that's possible because looking at a canyon really fucked me up and it's like I almost, i got i literally had like first-hand experience i feel like of my brain trying to save itself it shuts down. Like, that's why I, I legitimately forgot. The only reason I remembered days later was I tweeted that moment. Like, I see something crazy in the sky right now. And as soon as I got home, I slept. I forgot that it completely happened until I checked my, my Twitter again, like, days later. So, I've only experienced UFO sightings twice. One was actually here in Fresno. And me and my uh, roommate at the time uh, we were driving down. I forget where Anyways, we're driving and you know, we're going. Pull up the map. I want to know where. <laughs> where did the alien touch you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we're we're driving and we see something and we see a lot of airplanes here in Fresno. I mean, yeah. it's just it's not it's big, but it's not big at the same time. Well, we have airport. And all yeah, that stuff. I mean, I live near an airport. I've seen planes. I've I've seen them at a distance many, 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 many times. And this was different. This one was just pure silver, and the way it rose and de- like ascended. In just an odd like way, but it was for a short time. It was like, "Hey, do you see that? Yeah, what is it?" And we blinked, and it was gone. Like it wasn't this like it like sped off and it went like all the way to the right. That's how we our eyes couldn't see anymore. It was just like gone. Yeah, like it just went up, down, up, down. Like it was just going weird, and then done. I blinked, it was gone. See, the weird part, like I, I don't know how I'd feel if I saw something like that, but like I don't think it would. I don't think the craft is what would freak me out. I think it would be the motion or the size or the scope. Yeah, that would for, for me, it me was up. definitely the size. Um, I and we couldn't I, tell. This one was too far away. Yeah, but it, we try to like, we try to rationalize it in our brains. Like, is that a plane? Yeah. And people are like, oh, that's a plane. Like, no, it wasn't a plane. Like, we could tell the difference. It was in the daytime. Yeah, and it was only if you look up. You know, and it's how, su- surprising how many people don't look up. You know, yeah, it exactly. was just there. Um, two seconds I, later, I would. I, I don't it. know if like the movements would break me quite like the mm. the size of something that I saw. Mainly because I'm not like I, I'm not an astrophysicist. I don't understand how things should work. Right. Like I'm too dumb to know that that's like <laughs> pretty crazy that that happened. Yeah. But um, I was my... actually um, in research for this. Was listening to. Uh, I was getting more into the uh, the um, uh, the the government release of all this information that happened recently and. Uh, the guy, uh, Luis Elizondo, was actually the head of UFO research for the government. And he's talking about the uh, UFO video that the Air Force released that we all saw 
and just talking about like the the way that that craft moved should by all means of how things work should not be able to move that way and they the interviewer kept asking him like well do you think like this is alien do you think this is alien he's like well the united states doesn't have anything that is capable of that in its inventory and no other country has anything like that in its inventory and it's i guess the the way that it is able to turn at the speeds that it's going is not a healthy amount of g-force for the human body to take which uh, which i I, to- I totally buy but like that's what that's where my skeptic brain comes in and i go like well because i always like this is how i always like negate a ton of arguments like that when somebody will say something like well think about it this way when the first airplane was being designed By the right people priorities. could not fathom how aerodynamics worked like it broke them that they well, were just so like, like it's weird when you think about how airplanes work. They're it, just giant things of metal that soar through the air somehow. Well, it's the shape of the wings. I and get the that, airflow. but like when you like break it down, but, but like, exactly. Yeah. But I mean, but that's the crazy part. But like, if you think about it this way, like when they first made their first flight, nobody could understand how that worked, and they were like having to explain, like, no, you get it, like the sway- shape of the wing, it makes the air pressure, and it lifts you up, and blah 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 blah. They had to do the whole thing. When they showed like the first Zeppelin, they had to be like, well, you see that the the hydrogen is lighter than oxygen. Therefore, when you fill this balloon up with it, you hit a certain mass where it starts to it's lift. Not that flammable. Yeah, and look, just don't smoke a lot. Um, and so I do hit things with that where I'm like, well, the difference though is that like when those were being developed, everyone was like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. Versus now, like a five year old kid is shown how basic aerodynamics works. Yeah. So like we just have smarter people now going like, oh, that's how it works. So I. I always hide behind the idea of I'm like, well, there's just really smart people that figured out how to fix it and make a plane turn at 8 million miles an hour and 90 degree angle and not splatter somebody yeah, against like, the side. Make sure the pilot kept their insides. And maybe they did a Star Fox where they chomped off their legs and gave them metal legs. M- maybe instead it is actually Star Fox and we have a hyper intelligent race of fox people that talk to frogs and they go. <laughs> but like, that's the really funny thing is like, I, I hit- look. I, like the, I don't mean to shit on it. Like I really don't. Like I'm not sitting there going like, uh, actually, it could easily be this. It's just actually. where my brain goes. Like my brain sure. goes that well actually place, and I have to stop and be like, don't be a dick. You don't know. Yeah, and that's sure. the whole trick. Because I'm sitting there going like, oh, uh, you don't know because we didn't know this. It's like, well, I also don't know. For yeah, for sure. And uh, ultimately, I'm not trying to conclude that because we don't have this now equals aliens. Like that's not that's not my argument. But to get back to the original point of this documentary, it's terrible. It doesn't mean that it's not aliens. Hmm. I'm just saying. What if I said that there was nine aliens? Can't prove that there weren't. Do you guys believe in aliens, outer space aliens? Yes or no? I. I believe in extraterrestrial life. Yes. More. Yeah. More so in like not like humanoid version, observing us, stuff like that. I feel like we're actually in the time period i think a lot of people think think this if if we were to be contacted by uh alien life forms higher 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 um thinking life forms that currently it's not going to happen in this lifetime like there's no reason like who are we we're just stupid monkeys that like threw a couple bombs at each other once twice starfleet prime directive rules i I, I dig it um or start uh, mass effect i I had a, uh, when I was a kid, I had this really cool book from National Geographic on aliens. And it was, the whole thing was posited from like the perspective of National Geographic. So they're like, we're not saying aliens exist. We got artists and we got, I think they had artists and biologists 
work together to design what an alien could be on all the planets of our solar system. Yeah. And it was really cool because they like the pictures. Were, I would like to see that. Cause the thing that makes me mad about sci-fi in general is just like how human everything. Look. And that's yeah. what that, that was the coolest thing about this book is everything looked so weird because it was the idea was a biologist looked at the planet and said, okay, look, it clearly doesn't support life, but if it did, here's how, here's how it would probably look. Yeah. And they did describe it to an artist. Artist would tell it where, and it was really neat. What I remember about that book, and it's it's something I've I've always remembered. And I mean, I had this book when I was really young. Was one of the first things I read in there even said, "You have to understand that for us to even draw these, we're basing it on things we know. So already we're wrong. Yeah, one hundred percent we're wrong. We're basing this on our knowledge of physics and our knowledge of biology and our knowledge of what a thing looks like. One hundred percent we are wrong." we cannot conceive of what this would actually look like because we've never seen it. Yeah. And I just remember reading that going like, oh shit. Like I just, as a little kid, I'm like, I, I kind of get that. Like that was one of those weird abstract concepts as a kid I understood. And that's how it is now where I'm like, I, I feel like I'd be an idiot to be like, there's no chance anywhere in the infinite cosmos, any other life has ever come up. But like us, did though. it hit the exact lottery that made us, us and made our planet, our planet? Like, probably not maybe probably not yeah and if it didn't then what does it look like i can't even conceive it yet again therefore my brain will break when i see it and it's cthulhu and the great old ones uh, well that's um like a good, good example i guess is that you know everything on this planet is carbon based recently we found a life form in space technically extraterrestrial that is like silicon based and it's just it's totally different just from and it's like you know microscopic yeah. but it's like but, but what that says for the state of the universe, where it's like, well, if this anything, thing can yeah, exist, then anything. other things can. But it would definitely be completely different from us. Yeah. And can we even conceive of what that looks like? Because its its needs would be so different from ours. Yeah. Uh, or maybe they're not. We're just dumb. Who knows? Maybe they're all one dimensional. Maybe that's the plot of Toy Story 5. That <laughs> toys have been aliens the whole time. The aliens were actually aliens. The alien toys. In the claw machine, actually aliens. You said they're made out of silicone? Everything yeah. else was a toy. The aliens were I the aliens. Some, I know some girls with some aliens then. <laughs> part alien. Hey. <laughs> the boys um, are back in town. <laughs> the boys. Good show. Um, I guess maybe conspiracy theory. I didn't look into it. I kept meaning to research it. But there's people that are claiming that um, the maybe common ancestor of the octopus is actually extraterrestrial. And that's why they're so much different than any other life form on this planet. But also another one was that we're technically extraterrestrial where the uh, common ancestor of everything on Earth scraped off of an asteroid that bounced off of Mars. And like that was kind of the, yeah, that, that's the, the chemical like, X that made us, you know, like if, if you believe in Big Bang and you believe in all this stuff, like they, what? Who's to say? Like just Bazinga. A million things all hit at the same time. And ba- sorry, back at that show again. Bazoopal. <laughs> blah, blah. But yeah, so what we've learned is that this movie's bad. Don't the, watch this movie. The universe is weird. Just go watch a bunch of YouTube videos until you fall asleep. Just, yeah, just go on. Yeah, dude, YouTube could. It's good. Like, there's good stuff on YouTube for like this type of thing. You go into a rabbit hole. You're like, I'm going to search all this one country. Mm-hmm. Next thing you're like, secret society of mole people. <laughs> also, though. Leave the mole people out of this. We're going to be responsible. If you're going to go on YouTube, have a skeptical but open mind. Please don't become psychopaths. Because YouTube also is a cesspool of danger, and I hate some of it. The Earth is round, you idiots. Yes. Yeah. Oh. I like I the first review that says the Earth is flat better be five stars, or I will cry. 
And also if it's anything other, like if you want me to cry, I'll cry if it's five stars. If you don't want me to cry, I won't cry if it's five stars. I just want a five star review. I just want more five star reviews. Give me those five star reviews. Smash that like button. Tickle it. Hit that bell. That taco bell. Why do why would they think that the earth is flat but all they're okay with the other planets being around? Government man. The well, government. To what end? Alright. I think Ready to wrap this up? Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think well, we Well, let me are. start recording. The earth is flat. Damn it, Mike. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I actually walked into this argument at a GameStop. We're on the back of a turtle. It was the worst thing. Yes, this turtle's all the way down. And it's just like, well, yeah, but if you shoot a bullet at this point, the curvature, there's none. So, you see when they like zoomed in into a basketball? It's like, oh, clearly from this perspective of the basketball, it's flat. Yeah, that's that's the mm-hmm. best part of that whole <laughs> argument is we're like, no, dude, we, we solved that long time ago and it's hundreds of years um feel free People to cut this burned. part did you guys watch that flat earth documentary yes no. you should watch it. it's really good legitimately it, like yeah, it is, it is I've, I've heard it is the anti this and it's a really good it's an easy watch yeah my favorite thing is where they're so on to like we've got this experiment we spent mm-hmm. so much money on these tools that'll show it and then it proved that it's, it's it just <laughs> proves that they're wrong and you just see these fucking people like grasping like Oh, okay, I get how proof are wrong, but the experiment was wrong. We're gonna, and it's just showing how bad science works. That's the whole do- point of the documentary. It's about how bad science works, where you start with your conclusion and shape the the um, science to get to that, versus mm-hmm. start with the question and find the answer. Right. And the good thing is that they didn't stop at one experiment. They had two experiments. Remember that they had yeah. one that tested out like, well, this should go. If, if it curves at this radius, it's going to move at this much so often. And it does. And like, oh, don't don't let them, don't tell them this is what happens. We got to think of another experiment that's going to prove this right. That we're going to prove it, it's flat. And so they do this very kind of like scientific fairy, you know, project, scientific fairy, uh, where you get a bunch of poles, you're going to line it up, you're going to shoot a super straight laser all the way through them, mm-hmm. and it shouldn't curve. And it curves. And, it, and it, this one guy at the very beginning, see that island over here? And it, just like one of my coworkers who believes it's flat earth, because I could see it with my bare eyes, it should be it should be tilted on its side. I'm like, the earth is really big. Really big, you guys. You're not going to see. No. It's, no. Yeah. And it's just, it's just a funny rabbit hole. So, yeah, please. No flat earthers, please. And I do Be promise smarter. if I ever make you guys watch another thing that I haven't seen, I will have read the reviews aside from Amazon suggesting it to me before. No, because you're going to be like, well, maybe we'll like it. God, I'm what, so sorry What's funny, to the only research I've done with this was just go on Twitter and see like Element 115 because that was trending at one point on Twitter. And all the comments were, what did I just watch? What was this? It was literally nothing. It's exactly like his other movies where it goes nowhere and just makes you upset. That you wasted your time. He draws a UFO. I literally checked out at this point. Like, I don't even know what the hell he's drawing at this the second time. He's actually drawing what makes the UFO, UFO go fast. Um, and he, he's, he watches always saying he's drawing the same big booblies that Dennis draws all the time. <laughs> ah. Sold. Like, and if you remove the whiskers and the cat ears, it's a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. Yeah. What he's, what he's saying is that if the UFOs essentially generate a very big mass in front of it. You don't see the mass. No, I remember but, that part. Yeah. That was, that was what the, the netting... Yeah, the 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 event horizon. Yeah, which is like, what about in space though? Wouldn't that not work? You just you you didn't go to possibly college like I did. 
Yes. <laughs> you didn't claim to go to MIT like a Mr. Bob Lazar, sir. Sorry. Um, so that's it then for this episode of Three Hours Later. Don't watch this movie. I just read what shadow people are, and now I'm never going to sleep again. Oh, shadow people are good, too. I don't want to watch it. Oh, I got a shadow person story. God damn. Well, we you gotta, save that for, cri- we get, for, we, for, for Christmas. <laughs> I will. Save it for Santa Claus. <laughs> I got one for every season. Oh, shit. Um, so when this comes out, we're going to be starting to slowly roll into Halloween. This is going to be like beginning of September, I think we figured out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because this is right before the Area 51 uh, storming yeah. that will not actually happen. But yeah. Um, and then we're going to have a couple more episodes after this, and then we're going to roll into the spooky... And I'm excited for the spooky. I'm kind of nervous, too, because my episode will air two days before Halloween. Oh, you got to come correct. So I got to fuck it up. Don't 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 Bob Lazar it. Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we're going to call it. Yeah. You know, I prefer that rather than saying don't mic it. Yeah. We'll just say don't, don't Bob Lazar it. Well, don't we'll pull like, a mic and Lazar it. Is this another Bob Lazar situation? That's <laughs> no, don't pull a mic and Bob Lazar it. It's still pulling a mic. <laughs> don't hey, shit the bed or shit. <laughs> Um, so yeah, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, join our group. Lizard. Um, what's your favorite scary story? Let us know on the group. So this one, so the next challenge is going to be my challenge. And it's a little different because we're, we are actually going to have the fans choose it. Uh, we are going to have our first, well, I guess not first, our second guest on our podcast, uh, Jesse, who's, who's, well, actually, mine and uh, Mike's friends. I don't know him. I don't like strangers. Stranger danger. But when you think about it, a stranger is a friend you haven't met. <laughs> uh, his his Twitter is Dodgers underscore blues. And we are going to have a Twitter poll on his Twitter. Uh, a Twitter poll on his Twitter. That made, Yeah, that made sense. And a Twitter poll. And poll. Since pool? Also, poll. Also just known as a poll a on poll. Twitter. Yes. Two L's. No E. And this is kind of unique, too, because... Uh, Jesse is a really big Dodger fan. I'm a really big Dodger fan. Like he has a lot of mass. Matt is totally lost. So this is going to be a great episode. We're going to do our baseball theme. And oh yeah, boy, go and uh, I'm well, sure we're going to pin it to our what? Twitter page as well. What's the poll though? Like what, hey, what is this between? Hey, you're welcome, Jesse, because now yours is clearly not going to be the worst episode because say, we like, just I, made I, it. So I, this I, is a good time for this. I think I like Bob's Lair more now. It's only going to be an upswing. You shut your mouth, this Matt. Is that a sports pad. term? Upswing? Yeah, that's how you hit the ball into the sky boxes. Hmm. That's a good run home. It's like the Quidditch. <laughs> yes. The best part is I wasn't actually trying to sound like an idiot right there. That happened naturally. I think <laughs> I had a job, stroke. Mike. I'm Shit. proud of you. So it's going to be on the best, bleed. <laughs> best baseball movie. Uh, baseball. And we'll uh, use that as our challenge. What are the choices, though? Like, Why, why don't you go on our Twitter and find out, Matt? Bull Durham, based on, on our Twitter. Field of Dreams. Well, he's gonna tag us, so, so okay. and we're gonna tweet. Also, like, the answer is Field of Dreams. But uh, also basketball. Basketball. Did Bull Durham make you cry? And I swear to God, if I have to watch Angels in the Outfield or Rookie of the Year because of this, I will <gasps> I will stab a bitch. Rookie Wait, of the rook- Year. That's when I actually wa- Rookie of the Year. That's not how bones heal, bro. Okay. Okay. We, we literally tell me about superheroes. Tell me it's a sports <laughs> movie. Uh, try to sneak some sci-fi at me. I just want this. I'm out. Five is three hours later. He chose Bubazar. Don't blame me. I just want to eat my mashed potatoes. The Earth is round. It's the moon that is a hologram. Goodbye. Whoa.